a new thing. Hello, Malcolm here. Welcome to your daily devotional podcast anchored in Isaiah 43 and verse 9, where God says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So we're currently looking at God doing a new thing in the life of Esther, and today we explore Esther's courage. Mordecai hears the proclamation to kill all the Jews, and he sends a message to Esther telling her what to do. In chapter 4, verse 8, he gave a copy of the written decree issued in Susa for their destruction, that's the Jews, that this person might show it to Esther, explain it to her, and charge her to go to the king to make supplication for him, to him rather, and entreat him for her people. Chapter 4, verse 10, Esther sends a message back to Mordecai saying, All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that if a man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there is but one law, all alike are to be put to death. In other words, she's saying, just because I'm queen doesn't mean I'm going to get any favours here. Only, she says, if the king holds out the golden scepter to someone, may that person live. I myself have not been called to come in to the king for 30 days. Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, Do not think that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews, for if you keep silence at such a time as this, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another quarter, but you and your father's family will perish. Who knows? Perhaps you have come to royal dignity for just such a time as this. In chapter 5, on the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace, opposite the king's hall. The king was sitting on his royal throne inside the palace, opposite the entrance to the palace. As soon as the king saw Queen, Queen Esther standing in the court, she won his favor, and he held out to her the golden scepter that was in his hand. She was saved from death. Esther's courage is remarkable. Something shifts in her heart in this exchange with Mordecai. To begin with, honestly, she seems most concerned with her own safety, and who can blame her for that? However, her concern for her people develops and gives her the courage to take a risk. The risk to her life, by the way, is very real. The 5th century Greek historian Herodotus mentions that this Persian custom, that anyone who approached the king uninvited would be put to death unless pardoned by the king. So we know it was a very real threat. Esther understands the uniqueness of her position. She accepts that she is the only one who can intervene with any hope of successfully saving her people. Can you imagine how nervous she felt? Did she fumble with the clasps of her royal robes as she was putting them on? Did her mouth go dry before she opened her mouth to speak? Did she walk unsteadily? Was her mind swimming with fear? Something steadied her gait, opened her mouth, and cleared her mind. Esther had a clarity of purpose and a powerful motivation. Her life, those of her family, and an entire people rested on her shoulders. She found enough courage to take a risk for God. Is there anything God is calling you to, for which you are lacking the courage right now? Why not meditate on Philippians 1 verses 19 to 20, where Paul says, I know 
that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body. Why not take some time today to ask God to give you sufficient courage to exalt Christ in the work he has called you to? If you ask for the courage, surely you will receive it. Well, and I hope that you find your heart, your life, your congregation, and your whole world inspired by God doing a new thing. Until tomorrow, take care and God bless.